Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! It is Friday Eve. Thirsty Thursday, whatever you want to call it, here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Mindy Winkler, pinch hitting for Big Nige today. Nice to see you, Mindy. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. He finally made it. He finally made it there. Pete Buttigieg, your transportation secretary, <laughs> former mayor of South Bend, Indiana, finally made it to East Palestine, Ohio. Now, it's coincidental a damn interesting piece of timing, Mindy, that he shows up the day after Donald Trump arrives. Right. Yeah, the fact that Trump had to be the one initiating this, and it's been, what, three weeks? Yeah, three (laughs) weeks after the disaster where a train had a derailment, toxic chemicals were leaking out. There was an explosion. These went up into the air. We've seen the photos. We've seen Senator J.D. Vance going to the soil and the creeks and the rivers and using a stick to basically show you how polluted things are. Isn't Arab Brockovich even there herself? Is she? I I've, heard, heard I've heard that. Yes, so she's there. It makes <laughs> sense. So for those keeping score at home, Joe Biden hasn't made it. Pete Buttigieg made it today. But Donald Trump beat both of them by arriving yesterday. Do you think Pete Buttigieg would have been in Ohio today had the orange man not made it yesterday? Of course not. First of all, he had he needed personal time, and that's why he couldn't make it in the first place. And then, oh, that's the only reason he's there at all. So yesterday, Donald Trump showed up, and he was talking to local officials, local politicians, first responders, buying Big Macs for like the first responders and people there. Aww. They made a McDonald's pit stop, which is so on brand right. for Trump, right? <laughs> right, right. Like if you, President's Day was a couple of days ago. If you told me name two presidents that would stop at McDonald's, it's Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. <laughs> Those are the two. Like I can think about Phil Hartman now on Saturday Night Live. Yes, with the cheeseburgers, the, he's running. The warlords. <laughs> Right. Those are the two presidents that would be associated with McDonald's. Also donated some supplies. But Pete finally made it today. Now, take a listen to this. This is before things kind of got rolling today. Turning Point reporter Savannah Hernandez asked Secretary Buttigieg why it took him almost three weeks to finally make it to Ohio. If you're the transportation secretary, you should probably be there when there's a transportation disaster. But before Pete could do anything. His press secretary comes in, jumps in, saves the day, and makes it known that she does not want to be filmed. Mayor Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for the, the slow response? To the government's slow response, do you have any apology? I'm a press person, I can help you. Sure, sure, sure. So can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can we also ask, too, why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance? This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put the cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. 
So the Biden administration, which ran on being transparent, we're going to have a transparent administration, doesn't want cameras rolling when the transportation secretary finally, (laughs) three weeks later, makes it to a transportation disaster. Right. And isn't she the press Secretary for this. Yes. That's kind of the point of you is you're the press. So you're supposed to be addressing the press. And for those who don't know, Turning Point is an organization, mainly college students, and it's a conservative organization, but they are accredited media. So Savannah Hernandez finds Pete Buttigieg, you know, walking up to the scene and the press secretary is there and all of a sudden, no transparency. Here's a little more. And you guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're not on my camera. Well, I'm on a camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you are the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Can I ask why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. That's why. Why is it aggressive? Why he has not been here until Donald Trump she's came. Asked them, she's asked three several times for them to turn the cameras off, and they will not do it. Like, All right, y'all, so we are with the press okay, secretary for Pete Buttigieg, and right now we are being told that we are not supposed to be filming. Aggressive was the word that I heard there, Mindy. And I could see your eyes rolling right there. What goes through your mind when you hear that the press secretary of the former mayor of South Bend says, you guys are being too aggressive? Yeah, you're being aggressive and doing your job and what the American public wants to know and has in their minds themselves. And yet you're being too aggressive for me to answer this question. I'm old enough to remember when Sarah Huckabee Sanders would have her press briefings at the White House. People would stand up and chew her out. They would point at her. That one loser from Playboy would stand up and just yell over everybody body right that wasn't aggressive (laughs) but the administration that wants to be the most transparent oh we are all about transparency you can't film anybody showing up to a major disaster what kind of crap is this yeah and i would think at this point that's your whole point of being there right is to let you be filmed you're trying to be shown you finally made it (laughs) roll tape right and by the way did you see the pictures of pete because he spoke at the end and i've got some audio of that but did you see the photos of pete there on site in ohio I did not. He had like the orange vest on, uh, the safety goggles, and like the big hard hat. And seeing that guy wear the hard hat gave me really strong Mike Dukakis coming out of the tank vibes. (laughs) You remember what yes, I'm talking about? I do. When Mike Dukakis, who was running for president, wanted to show that he was tough. So right. he did this photo op where he pops up out of a tank and it looked like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. <laughs> the helmet was way too big and he just looked like a goon. That's kind of the same vibes I got from Pete today. Let's hear from the transportation secretary. Sorry, Pete. Uh-huh. I just have a quick question. Uh, the American public doesn't seem to be very confident in your ability to do your job. Will you be resigning anytime soon? Yeah, I'm not here for politics. I'm here to make sure the community can get what they need. Will you apologize? Time, I, I want to be will you apologize the for the response? Um, for the slow response taking your time? One of the big things. Yeah. Let's go in here and get away from me. No, no apology? Do you think it was a mistake for Biden to go can to Ukraine before Biden coming here? So it wasn't a real friendly atmosphere for Pete Buttigieg Buttigieg there today. As it shouldn't be. But did you hear the one person that said, you know, are you going to resign? His response, this isn't about politics. Well, then he goes up to the microphone, the podium, and makes it all about politics and basically blames Donald Trump for the whole thing here. Which, all right, there are two 
facets to this story for me, Mindy, and tell me if I'm wrong. There's the accident itself, and there's the cleanup. Correct. Now, we can talk about the accident itself all you want. If you want to blame Donald Trump, maybe we can have that conversation. By the way, the report came out today that said it was an overheated wheel bearing that may have caused that crash. Okay. So whoever's fault that is, we could have that debate. But the cleanup, the cleanup is solely on one administration. When disasters happen, it's the folks in charge that have to lead the cleanup. Right. And this is where the controversy comes from. Right. Well, think about it. It's like accidents happen. Things happen. It's how you react to them and how you take action after that that makes the difference. And by the way, people are ripping Donald Trump for going there yesterday saying, it's a photo op and he didn't do enough because Donald Trump brought brought It would never be enough. Right. He could hand hand everybody a million dollars a piece and it wouldn't be enough. (laughs) He donated some water and some cleaning supplies and folks on Twitter, uh, real quick to point out, that's not enough. He just did that because he wanted a photo op. So what's Biden's administration done? Where's the Biden photo? Where's the Pete (laughs) Buttigieg photo? Yeah. Nobody went there for three weeks. If it was a photo op, at least he was there to look these people in the eye and say, what happened here is unacceptable. If I were the president, we would do things differently, whether you believe it or not. Right. These people just wanted somebody of note to care, to care, to let them know that you're not forgotten. Right. Because it felt like they were. It took Pete a long time to even acknowledge what happened on social media or interviews. But he was on personal time with Chaston. So ridiculous. Jesse Waters, friend of our show that does the evening program on Fox, um, he talked a little bit about Pete Buttigieg's handling of this last night. The point is, you don't bother Pete when he's out on a date with Chaston. He's taking some personal time. Pete's off the clock. And you better respect that, even if it means people might get cancer. Pete's only going to East Palestine tomorrow because he got shamed into it. The White House can't afford not to go when Trump's out there having Big Mac attacks especially since it took him days to even start pretending to care. Yes. And I just have to ask, because it did take you a couple of days to respond publicly, uh, or several days to respond publicly to this particular incident. Do you wish you would have spoken out sooner? Yes, I was uh, focused on just making sure that uh, our folks on the ground uh, were all set. Oh, but, uh, okay. could have spoken sooner about what? how strongly I felt uh, about this incident, and uh, that's a lesson learned for me. Don't worry, Pete promises he'll care the next time there's a chemical explosion, as long as it doesn't conflict with his personal time. We know how needy Chaston can be. Somewhere, Adam Wren, who covers Pete Buttigieg, thinks that that's a great response. <laughs> oh, what a great example of leadership, He's Pete Buttigieg. He's learned from it. It won't happen again. Oh, my. Did I mention that he was in the military and gay? Oh, just the best.